0: Every time you listen to or look at or read the news, it's nothing but bad news, like like a bad moon rising. is truth to ponder with bob beerman and welcome to the tuesday edition we live in a very unsteady time in our in our history i've never seen the likes of it in my lifetime we jump from pandemic to this to that to the economy to gas shortages and everything else and now this mess in eastern europe and it's hard for most people to follow along and considering that the majority of people only work off soundbites' little headlines and only follow news sources to which they think are accurate, a lot of people are, are very much being deceived. I want to talk about Eastern Europe and a lot more today. My guest on the program is the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, and he and I have been kind of tossing around what in the world is going on and, and why now and how is this playing out. Ever since the fall of the Soviet Union, the West has treated, um, shall we say, the Russian Federation with a bit of disdain. Since 2016, Democrats in the United States have been accusing Putin of things that he has not actually done, like colluding with Trump. So Dr. Gales, if you were the Russian bear, um, is this how you would probably react to the way the Western world has been treating you and your country? Exactly
1: the same way they're, they're reacting. They have been warning the West time and time again, uh, Ukraine is not going to be part of NATO. Ukraine is going to stay out of NATO because we're not going to have these weapons and missiles right here in our
0: back door. And we need so to that- remind people, look, in 1962 when I was just a little lad mm-hmm. and people were building fallout shelters in Long Island because there were missiles in Cuba. Yep. And we did not want missiles in Cuba. as uh, right. And and so what did we do? We negotiated with them from a position of strength. And that's under the days of uh, Kennedy. And what happened? The missiles disappeared. That's and, right. and, and so why is it not fair for them to ask for the same thing from us? Why do you want offensive weapons on the border, on your border? I mean, it'd be it'd be like if the you know the Chinese Communist or North Korea cut a deal with Mexico to put weapons on the Texas border. Yes, and we and, and we don't and think in those terms. We would never, allow that. We would sure. never allow that. Mm-mm. So why why are we demanding that Russia allow that? Look, I'm not saying everything Putin has done is correct, but I can understand from a geopolitical uh, complex narrative why they are doing what they're doing. Uh, look, our CIA has gotten us into more trouble in the past 70 years than I care to imagine. Mm. And probably a lot of things we'll never fully understand that they really did in causing damage across the globe. And a lot, And yet we have, I know I'm going to get a lot of our regular listeners mad at me as I put it this way. It, in so many things in the geopolitical realm, it is not is cut and dry as some people would like to believe that it is in other words it's not black and white it's not we're america we got everything right and everybody else has got everything wrong in in too many things that i've i've learned as i've gotten older our country sadly has done some pretty nasty things and we did it from a position of power so who's going to challenge us that's right and i think we're in that boat today On a lot of fronts.
1: We are in that boat. We, we we have the CIA. We know that. We know that we've destabilized many countries. We have used um, we've used economic hitmen to go and take the economies from con- from con- countries. Okay, and turn around and destroy them uh, internally. We, we're trying to do the same thing in a way in mm-hmm. Ukraine, right? We we've we've and I said this before. When you look at the neo Nazis, who they're painting uh, Putin as one, he's not. He's mm-hmm. going to go get rid of them. The neo Nazi and the white supremacist movement um, is is funded by our intelligence agencies. Of course, it's there, kind of like Operation Gladio. They've gone there to destabilize Ukraine, to to beat it down, to ultimately bring Ukraine into NATO, which will never happen. Putin will never allow it to happen. Uh, and again, I'm not favoring. Hey, hey Putin. here's the here's
0: the worst part. If you understand the declarations and all the paperwork that mm-hmm. founded NATO and all negotiations beyond that point with the then Soviet Union, we pledged we would we would not put weapons on their border. Sure. And, and now, you know, now we're backing down. We're breaking a promise. Right. I mean, look, the whole idea of NATO, I'm going to go back to welcome to 1970, and I'm in a social studies class in a small high school in upstate New York studying the North American Treaty Organization mm. and its wonderful little compass symbol. And they're in Belgium, of course, and they all have their $50,000 desk and all that fancy wood paneling. And, and what has NATO done in all these years since... Uh, since the Iron Curtain, as it was called by Churchill, uh, came up, they, they've been running strategic bombers up and down the world. And we've you been know. pretending we're ready for the Russian, you know, we're ready for the Russkies to come over the border and, and dominate the world. Hmm. And, and, and this is how we were led to believe. Yep. It's a game. It's a world game And, and, and I has. think a lot of what, what I look now back to 1962, what, I, what did I know as a kid in elementary school? All I knew was that those, you know, that some some mean people might want to kill us. And that's all I understood. Yep. Yet, I'll tell you something that came to mind the other night. I remember something from that era. Khrushchev was in charge of the Soviet Union, which included Ukraine and all those places were underneath that domination at that time. And I can remember as just a little boy that the thing that I felt the most important thing that I could ever do is pray for Khrushchev. Uh, I just knew that I had to, and I did for many, many years. I would say, Lord, you know, please help Mr. Khrushchev. Um, you know, I mean, as a little little boy, I, I did that for years. And, and never would have believed that, you know, twenty some odd years later, you know, less than thirty years later, uh the Soviet Union would fall. And and then we realized that we propped up the boogeyman, to be honest, of the Soviet Union Mm -hmm. Uh, to do exactly what uh, Eisenhower warned us, beware the military-industrial complex. Because that's what
1: they were building. We have to remember, and what if I were to tell you that Russia and the U.S. are on the same team? Mm -hmm. They're all, and what you're watching is theater by the globalists, by the globalist oligarchs. Exactly. They are creating a theatrical show. And that's why I said, stop looking at that and turn around and look at what the left hand's doing over mm-hmm. here, and and start worrying about the digital ID and and the digital money that's coming because they're going to do the hey, reset. It's already here,
0: whether well, we want to believe it or not. In, in many ways, you know, I'm tired of people saying, "Well, we got to watch out for that digital currency." well if you live in canada you know and and you were protesting you already know what a digital currency is you know that direct deposit paycheck you got last week you can't touch today because your banking has been cut off Mm -hmm. you know we already are in a digital currency and to the extent
1: though that they want but yes we are mm -hmm. and if you look right now If you look at uh, even over into the islands, I believe the Virgin Islands right now, they've already gone totally digital in the currency. Mm -hmm. So you sit back and you say, wait a minute, how did this happen and when? Well, they did. They've gone totally digital in the currency. Schwab, our favorite gentleman Uh, there, he has just, yeah, he
0: has just released. The other uh, kind grandpa.
1: Yep. In February, right this month, he's released a new report called the advancing digital agency the power of data intermediaries Mm -hmm. it is part of the creation of this fourth industrial revolution and in it you can look it up you can download it in it it talks about the physical digital and biological world that will be infused together they're doing it Absolutely. Right as we speak, they're doing it while this so-called war, which is being waged by Putin, who is a student of the World Economic Forum under Schwab and his crony uh, people in the world that are all coming against him, Macron and other, which are also part of NATO. Who are students of the World Economic Forum global leaders? Mm-hmm. So they're 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 school buddies. This is theater. It's theater to bring in confusion, ordo ab cao, order out of chaos, exactly. and they're going to do that in order to bring about the final thrust for this world government because it's it, the narrative, as you said, is collapsing. Well, let's, in various let's take a areas. let's take a look at that.
0: Mm-hmm. You you look at. You know, right now, you've got to you've got to realize that the best thing that ever happened to the Joe Biden administration was Putin going into the Ukraine. I mean, he couldn't have I mean, he couldn't have begged for a better uh, for for better optics for himself or if, if he doesn't mess it up. Sure. Because see, now he can blame everything on Putin. I mean, the world supply chain issues. It's Putin did it. Gas prices. Putin did it. Everything. Your dog having dander Putin did it. I mean, he can blame everything on Vladimir Putin. Yes. And And he's the same clown, and I'm calling the President of the United States a clown. Because he was a clown in the Senate. Everybody should have known that. He was mm-hmm. a caricature. He was a joke. And how the People of Delaware kept every six years putting this fool into office. You know, I can remember back in the 70s, his vanity, he's going bald, so he has hair plugs. You know, they Mm -hmm. started calling him Plugs Biden. And, I mean, he's got these hair plugs. Then I watched him on the Senate Judiciary Committee just making an abject idiot of himself. He's been a gaff machine since he got elected into office and somehow he's the guy that got all these record millions of votes in an election it, it can't be but no. but this table has been set up for ages and even look even president trump may have whether he realized it or not uh, when you look over the trump years the first two years he started out with a lot of Shall we say the establishment types trying to guide and maneuver this bull in a china shop. And and I think that Trump finally had enough. And when he had enough, well, then they turned on him. And that's why he's not in office. The establishment, as long as they could control him, he was their useful idiot. And the same is true with Biden. He is the current useful idiot to the establishment in Washington. They don't care if there's an R or a D after your name as long as you do their bidding.
1: They control the the shape of things to come mm-hmm. in their eyes, but they do to an extent. As far as I'm concerned, and I take heat for this, you know, Trump is with them. He's always been with them. I think he had his own opinions in the different areas and kind of ticked them off. But right. for the most part, he's one of them. What they did with Donald Trump— was to expose their enemy which are the Patriots conservatives Christians they brought them all out into the open with Trump it was a good cop bad cop scenario exactly as soon as they brought them all out into the open the American Patriots 50 to 80 million who were going to be against this world government push they then they then framed them in January 6th and now they're domestic terrorists. Mm. Mm-hmm. They, they set up new domestic terrorist units in the Homeland Security. They're investigating. They keep pushing the narrative of this insurrection, which it wasn't. Look, and and so forth because this is the enemy. Canada to was the, the trial. World government. Canada
0: was the trial run with the what they did with the truckers to see sure. how far they can go to control the masses. Mm-hmm. And and this is just evidence not to Canada, but to the United States, Germany, United Kingdom. Uh, you name any nation that's called in the Western world or Anglophobe world. You know, this is this is what they're doing. Countries like Canada prove just how far they can go to get compliance. The truckers are no longer in Ottawa. They're not coming back. People are now scared about losing their... See, when they didn't see a threat to their paycheck, when they didn't see somebody coming to take away the rig that they drive, when they didn't see you know uh, them being beaten up and ostracized and destroyed, right. they, were, they were willing to fight. But the globalists decided... We're going to crush this revolution, and we're going to use our little man-child dictator that was trained by the World Economic Forum, sure. you know, one, one of their junior leaders. It's kind of like junior achievement with Klaus Schwab. Yeah. I mean, this is what it is. This, This, this is kind of like, you know, camp. Klaus, you know, yeah. in, Can, in Davos. In
1: classmates with the with the New Zealand president and the, and uh,
0: Macron and others. They're all classmates. exactly all of them. And, and so you've got you've got all of these globalists that are trained by Davos and they're told that you will become tomorrow's leaders. Yes. You will become really? you will be at the you'll be at the adult table running the world. With all of the special people that we have personally selected to run the world. You got it. That's that's why they
1: say Schwab says, look, the world events, we're going to shape. That's up to us. This is what we're going to do. And essentially, that is what he's doing. The The digital identity scheme is really the goal, not the war in Kiev and not the war in Ukraine. It's the digital identity Look, it, system. It's,
0: it's the only way to keep uh, Democrats from a bloodbath in November uh, with the, you know, if, short of cheating, of course, the only way the Democrats can can hold on to anything is to have a diversion. We, we talk, I, I said it back in December, the COVID narrative is coming to a rapid and quick end. And everybody thought I was crazy that this thing would be milked out till 2024. But the problem is you can only go so far Uh, until the dead body starts stacking up, until truth begins to crack open the dam and the thing has a flood. Mm -hmm. And and what's happening is, quietly, I'm reading other stories, and I know we're jumping around a little bit. I read a story from a guy that is one of the best in terms of predicting where stocks and the markets are going and the next disaster. This guy... Has been ahead of the curve on the dot com bubble and everything else along the way, including the politics. Mm-hmm. And he, a year before, you know, two thousand and eight, he was saying, you know, the junk bonds are just that—they're junk bonds. Right. And and he and he's pointing out now that what happened with the junk bonds back in the in two thousand eight was the regulators were in bed with those that were, you know selling the junk and and lying about it. in other words the regulators were looking the other way saying oh they're just fine well the same thing is happening on the covid front um we 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 see the fda and the cdc conspiring to hide information and data that will be negative in any shape manner or form to these experimental vaccines
1: why is it some of the top board members of the FDA are also on Moderna's
0: board? And Pfizer's board. That's both. right. They're, yeah, That's both of right. those. They, they dominate because just,
1: because just like the left and the right is fake, so is Russia versus the West. Mm-hmm. Putin was a young global leader for the WEF, right? And no one's adding these things up, and you and I are, are talking about it, but these guys are all in bed together. And and this war is not against Russia and, uh, and NATO or, or the America Russian the people. West. This is against the populations of the world.
0: Yeah, we, we uh, the governments are, are just doing their part to keep the fear ginned up because, look, they can't hold on to covid as, as desperately as they try. As I mentioned before to you, my good friend down in Australia who's a member of parliament, you know, he wrote me and said covid-19 is playing out like a really, really, really bad play that's ready to bomb out on opening night. He said people are now heading to the doors and they're hitting the emergency exits, yet the actors on stage continue to keep on with their scenes like nothing is happening. Sure. Sure. And and,
1: And what's the bigger agenda? With the COVID. I mean, if that's going to crash, is everything going to go back to normal? No, of course not. No. We've been
0: saying that from day one. That's you, right. It, it, we're going to win a little skirmish, not even a battle. That's right. And, and, and one by one, governments are pulling back on a lot of their, quote, restrictions because they don't, they know that they have pushed the, shall we say, the people too far. Yep. Just like poking the Russian bear, except they, this is too close to home. But if here's the in interesting
1: California. You've got some governments saying, you know, we're going to drop these mandates, we're, we're not going to enforce any more green pass, we're not going to – and then you have other countries which are doubling down even exactly. harder with it. So it is it is a, it is a mind uh, – I hate to use the word – it's a mind mess up. Let's put it that way. They mess with your mind mm-hmm. because on the one hand, they're telling you, yes, we're going to get rid of all these mandates, things are collapsing. But then in other places, they're enforcing them even more. Why? Why are they doing it? In order to confuse you, right? In order to destabilize you and your thinking. This is part of programming, by the way. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're purposely doing. You can read about this in Orwell's 1984, where he totally talked about them not being contradictory because they're, they're weak and they're just bureaucratic. No. This is purposely being done to confuse and to destroy the senses and the Mm -hmm. resistance of people. And people will say, well, I don't know who's right. So I'm just going to do what the TV tells me to do.
0: That's where they're going to TV tells me, you know, and and unfortunately, a lot of people are like that. I've gotten to the point and I, I point this out a lot. You know, people say, well, you know, I watch this news or that news on, you know, on my cable. And I'm going, well, good for you. I do too, but I also take a lot of what I see on Fox News these days with a grain of salt. And even Newsmax to a degree too. I have no choice. Why? Because they're beholden to their sponsors. Now, I want to pause here. I want you to listen to something, and then we'll be right back. You're going to, I think you'll understand what I'm about to point out. Good morning, America, is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360 Sponsored by Pfizer. So now that you've heard that, what is your reaction uh, to, to how much that's just one pharmaceutical company? Yeah, just one. Yeah.
1: It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call to people to see how actually invested and involved these people are, how they're involved in their tentacles, are in everything. It's no different like BlackRock, which, which is involved in everything, buying up real estate, in mm-hmm. people's mortgages, people's um, – you know, their, their life savings, their retirement. They're involved in everything. Why? Why? Who is the ones who control Pfizer and BlackRock and are they together, mm-hmm. which they are, believe it or not. And so we're seeing this again. All of this has a stated goal. And and personally, and what I see them write, that stated goal, which I have said before, right, is to try to get rid of cash, replace it with a new digital currency linked to your new digital ID, exactly. ID21. And this is what we saw in Toronto. If you don't obey government orders or you post things they don't like on social media, yeah, in Ottawa. they'll yeah. shut you down. Your ability to buy food, medicine, pay your rent, your mortgage, all these things you will not be able to do. This is the ultimate
0: slavery. And, 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 and here's and here's something to think about. They can do this without the benefit of a trial, without the benefit of being proven. They just take it upon themselves, saying, "You did something we think was wrong, so we're going to punish you until we get around to prosecuting you." And by the time we get around to prosecuting you, you'll be dead broke and have lost everything, and you'll know never to challenge this government again. This That's is right. what they're doing. This oh, is. Yeah. I mean people in Canada I can understand are probably like oh my oh my lord I sent them 50 dollars they're going to they're going to shut my bank account down So why did they do it in Canada and then just stop,
1: supposedly? Because they're testing it. People don't understand that these different countries, this is a real-time exercise worldwide. It is. And they're testing it in different countries. See, how are the people going to deal with it? Nobody was saying boo
0: about it really in Canada. How many people in Canada um, gave $50 or more to the convoy? And now they're living in fear that any day now, any moment now, I I, got to get my money out. I got to hide it in something. And, and, And they're busy scrambling, so busy trying to protect their assets, they're not realizing they just surrendered all of their freedom.
1: Yeah, and Wait. World Economic Forum's digital identity scheme is mm-hmm. just laying a foundation for the global social credit, and that is going to control the citizens, and it's going to punish those that they deem untrustworthy. Absolutely, and, and that's going to be there. You know, when when he comes out with this new document that allows third parties to make judgments, what he's saying is that the banks can now decide the attractiveness of an individual for anything, a loan or whatever. Your social behavior, both online and offline, will be taken into account. The things you've said, the things you've done, the things you bought through Amazon, everything will be looked at. It's an open book and they're either going to punish you or you'll get access to things. It's total slavery.
0: And with that, Dr. Gales, we need to take just a a short break here. I have a lot more, have a lot of questions and a lot of things we need to talk about in the upcoming segment. So I want everybody to, to stay with us. I want to thank every one of you that keep this ministry on the radio. By the way, Project is coming along nicely in Florida, slowly but surely. But you know, the tortoise and the hare you remember that story the tortoise won by going on a steady pace and I really believe in many ways that's what's been happening on this project the time is now to have such a a voice online on shortwave the world is changing at a rapid pace the narratives some are collapsing new ones are being created and everybody's running around going is this the mark of the beast is that this is that the other we've talked about it we'll talk about it a lot this week. I plan on having some additional guests along the way this week as we try to cover these topics. It's not easy to, to play along at home, as they, as they say, the home edition. I think a lot of people, we just get our news and we do the best that we can. And I've just felt that there's something about a lot of what we're hearing coming out of Europe, a lot of the narrative we have discussed for over a year, year and a half now. With the pandemic, and and things are changing, and you'll be hearing a lot about this concept of of two steps forward and one step back, and that's how we're being taken over. You know, we our enemy gets two steps forward on us, and then we get one step back. We get them to pull one step back, and we think we've won. Well, there's a lot to discuss on that this week. Listen, if you believe in our ministry, would you consider helping us financially? If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, our mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, number 3248. And we are in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. That zip code again 325-36 and we will
2: be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. No turn living how to do it. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Proverbs fifteen twenty one says, it speaks about walking straight. It's important to walk straight. You see, the thing about walking straight is that you don't turn. You don't veer off to the left or the right. God calls us to live straight. To walk straight. To walk straight means you don't turn and you don't go off. The straighter you walk, the less turns you make. That's how it goes together. The less you veer to the right or the left, the, the more straight you walk. And since the closest distance between two points is a straight line, the less you turn, the quicker you'll get where you're going in the Lord. The more turns you make, the slower your course will be. The less you turn, the less you waver, the straighter you walk, the faster you'll get to your goal in the Lord. And to where you're supposed to be, the straighter your thoughts the faster you'll go, the straighter your heart, the faster you'll grow in the Lord. The straighter your walk, the faster you go, the more progress you'll make. And you'll have that momentum because when you walk, that, that momentum that you need, that maybe your walk has been lacking, the, the more momentum you have, the less turns you make, the more momentum you gain to break through, the power of the breakthrough. The more you waver and you're double-minded, you have one foot in the world, one in the Lord, well, the less momentum you can ever gain. You lose time, you lose momentum, energy, and power. Therefore, for your own sake, live straight, think straight, act straight, talk straight, be straight. You'll walk with power. You'll have your breakthrough. Learn to live a no-turn, a no-turning walk. With a no-turn faith, a no-turn heart, your walk will be powerful, blessed, victorious. And that's the truth. Straight up. Want more? Ask for straight up. How'd you like to be able to move mountains? Well, you can. Power, superpower. With sapphires, the super spiritual supplement to help turn your walk into a super life with God. Plus, the incredible mystery of the temple doors—all free. How do you get this all free? Easy. Just remember Jesus's real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I now invite you might need to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to the Jewish people and to the people of every tribe and tongue throughout the globe. Imagine you could you could cover this planet with the gospel. You can. With Shortwave Radio, it's the farthest way you could ever spread the gospel. How to be part? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. You can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. This is the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. Until well, next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Walk straight, my friend. Peace be to you, and Messiah Haderech, the way. This is truth to ponder
0: with Bob Bierman And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman In just a moment, my guest doctor, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales rejoins me. We've got a lot more to talk about. I'm I'm hoping to get it all in, in this segment. Couple of quick things. If you haven't visited our website lately, would you please do? Our website is truth2ponder.com. That's truth, the number two ponder.com. I'm really thinking about doing some additional things with that website. There are a lot of people looking for ways to get information to people, and I'd like to use that website as kind of a focal point and help a lot of people out. Just pray about it. I'll tell you more about it maybe next week. Transmitter project coming along nicely, as I mentioned before. Also, some other projects in the background to be launched soon when the time permits. By the way, if you have a computer, go to himclassics.com. That's himclassics.com. You may be surprised what you're going to find there. Now, I want to get back to our program today with the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales. And and I got this question. Do you think, for a guy like Joe Biden, I mean seriously, that this entire mess with Russia and Ukraine A huge help to his bumbling administration.
1: Absolutely. They're going to, you know, because you have Jen Psaki saying, you know, Biden has done a masterful job of rallying the world against Putin and this incredible invasion that's going on he hasn't done a masterful job in anything in office nothing never and so you know Putin is going in my personal opinion he's not invading to take over Kiev and and Ukraine he's just going in for specific strategic goals and then he's going to pull out and I think that will make America look embarrassing. To the world, because we're saying, oh, he's going to go not just into Ukraine, but he's going to take over the the, the other states and countries. He's going to rebuild the Soviet bloc and we're going to look like idiots when he pulls out. So they have to save face and they're prepping that ground right now. So they're going to say, well, the reason he pulled out was because we built such an incredible force of countries in NATO against him that he wouldn't dare achieve those objectives he had of creating the new Soviet bloc when it's not even what he wants to do. No. So it is, again, all the world is a stage, is
0: it not? It is. Unfortunately, and, and listen, uh, I, I'm one that, that has had my eyes opened over the years. As you get older, you do get a little bit wiser. Uh, when you begin. To, well, <laughs> well, mostly. Well, some people refuse to. They don't want to get wiser. They just That's right. they, they like their life being simple TV. Tell me what you think today. And I don't care if your TV is MSNBC or if it's Fox News. Um, you're going to find misinformation from both. I, I hate to tell you and burst your bubble, but I've heard some things even on Fox in the last since the grandkids took over uh, more and more. That challenge my used to be pretty high opinion is declining, and they're getting down to just a handful of people uh, that I can tolerate. To be, I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah, they, they they are not. They, they like to ride that coattail. Yes, we're America's fair and balanced. Uh, another you know code word for conservative network. Sure. And, and a lot of people, you know, they they let's go back. Uh, I'm going to I've said this before and I probably shouldn't. I'm going to get somebody mad at me here, but I'm going to do it in in 2000 um, when we had the presidential race in 2000 and early on and you had the primaries. The last guy and I'm going to get somebody mad, but I'm going to say it. The last guy I wanted to see on the Republican ticket was George W. Bush. And I had many reasons for that back in 2000. I had already seen from things that I had learned out of Texas, the man is an opportunist. The man doesn't care about human life. The man doesn't really care about you. He cares about him and the optics and the people around him. Uh, you know, they, they call Karl Rove Bush's brain. You know, that was the right. right. And, and I, I look back in and, and hindsight is 2020. is correct. Uh, he was the perfect guy for what the globe needed at that time. And you look today and, and you realize that that George W. Bush is real happy to be in the same room with Bill Clinton, in the same room with Barack Obama. And they have no issues whatsoever. Uh, they all hated Trump. <laughs> all three of them. Right. And then we find out that Bush voted for, (laughs) Uh, yeah, he voted for his old buddy Biden. So what's that tell you about what you call the club? It doesn't matter if, if you're in the club. It's the good cop, bad cop narrative that keeps people divided so they don't ever get together to look at the reprobates that are running our government and calling them out and calling them out for the evil people that they are on both sides. You know,
1: the left-right paradigm is what they capture people in. It's mm-hmm. a cage. It's a cage. They own both the left and the right. They have the, the left leg and the right leg will bring you in the same direction when they walk together, and they Mm -hmm. do. One will be a little slower to get there than the other and promise you different things, but they're going in the same direction. We see that policy-wise. We've seen that over the decades. But the paradigm, left-right paradigm, is everywhere, and it is stuck in people's heads, and that's all they can think of. When you break that paradigm and say, I believe they're both corrupt, I'm going for something else. The, the synapses in their brain don't compute. They don't know how to answer you because they haven't even been shown how to answer outside that paradigm. Exactly. Everything's been given to them by TV, by news, by school, by by all of these things. Colleges, in that, indoctrination yes.
0: centers. Yes. Know, They're I, caught. You know, I, I've learned something. I, I listen to people and I've, I've said this and I'll keep saying it till this gets driven home. And, and I've got, those that listen to this program, understanding and sharing this one bit of information, so many people. When when you put on even uh, one American network, or you even put on uh, Newsmax, or and, and you look at Western journalism, and and, and all these other you know so called conservative, many of them are, or <laughs> to a degree, even Breitbart is to a degree. They always. The, the, what is their what is their big. Big focus at the moment in, in in conservative land. It's not the virus, except to the point of we want our freedoms back. And you're going to get your freedoms back uh, to a degree. Not all of them. You'll never get them all back. But you'll be happy to get back what you got. And you'll think that you won. But, but I want you to stop and think. 50 years ago, 50 years ago this year, the last state to ratify 18-year-olds getting the right to vote came through, which meant that in 1972, I voted in the presidential election in November in Summit County, Ohio. That's where I was living. I was in school, and I, I considered it a huge and awesome responsibility. I am voting, and I believe that my vote would make a difference, and I believe that I needed to do my part, and I did, and I have for 50 years. And so my issue is with everybody focusing on the midterm election in November, that election is like, you know, nine months from now, people, and a lot can happen in the next nine months. If Mm -hmm. all you're doing is staring at some date in November and you're not paying attention to everything else that is swirling around you, you're going to get caught in the trap that we got caught in in 2010, the same trap we got caught in in 2014. And I can go, for 50 years, we've been trying to fix this country. It is worse now. It is more, uh, shall we say, deceptive now. You're right. The two, the two sides have entrenched themselves. Look at when Trump took office in 2017. Who was the leader of the House of Representatives? Paul Ryan, mm. and Paul Ryan saw this saw this you know basically bull in a china shop coming in, and he basically stabbed Trump in the back on a lot of stuff. Uh, he, he was not about to allow the promises he made to the American people to become a reality. And then he was smart enough to know. By doing enough damage, I'm going to have to take a, a new job doing something else because I just killed my, my congressional career because this thing's going to be going uh, to the Democrats. And it's been there ever since. And so, I mean, Paul Ryan was willing to sacrifice his job in the House. And you know that somebody promised him a, a golden parachute to go somewhere Always. else. Always. Always. You That's know, what we look at. And and that so you, you know, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bono. And and so we're we're looking, you know, at all these people that bailed in twenty eighteen and the close election even in Georgia, and they were testing the waters on how to cheat for twenty twenty and they figured out Georgia was ripe. Pennsylvania was right. Michigan was a easy one to do. And and Philadelphia, you know, you get Philadelphia, Detroit and Atlanta. That's all you need. And that's and they even and add Milwaukee as your insurance policy and a little bit in and maybe just get those last couple of votes out of Arizona. You've got the election and that's exactly what they did.
1: And they're showing us by doing that that they're not worried about presidential elections anymore. No. They're not worried about those things at all. Their policy now is two steps forward, one back. Two steps forward, one back. To give people a little something to think they're winning a little bit. The truckers, the a little bit of freedoms, like you said, we will give them exactly. something back. But we're going to take those again anyway. Before through the next crisis, we bring people. And so, two steps forward, one back is the name of the game as the as the paradigm that people are stuck in. The right, well, left you know, continues to move forward.
0: I, I worked in emergency management for a number of years way back when, and you know, like oh, over a decade ago. And I was a member, and I still get their publication, of the International Emergency Managers Association, IAEM. And, and I'm still a member, uh, I guess. I don't know if I was a lifetime member for how long it got paid up, but I, I, I still get all the freebies. Now, there's something that I've learned in, in my time. I've been reading some of their stuff of late. And and I watched how they played out the pandemic. And I, and, and I started noticing something about two months ago in one of the publications that came in my email. And I decided to look at it. And, and basically, they were talking about beyond COVID. And notice, and, and they started, this came out like in the first week or so of January of this year. There's the January edition. Maybe it came out on the 15th. I'd already been talking about the narrative collapsing. Well they I think the powers that be know the narrative has already collapsed a long time ago, which I don't know. I mean, let's come on. They 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 understand that. They predicted it
1: would in in the SPARS document. And And, they predicted how they'll deal with it.
0: And and so we know the narrative is going to decline. And and, you know the narrative is going to collapse. It's not going to decline. It's just Mm -hmm. going to flat out collapse and the collateral damage will be certain people that became temporary billionaires like uh, Stefan Bancel you know of, of moderna mm-hmm. he, he'll stay he'll stay a billionaire but he's busy selling his stock along with everybody else that's in the top inner circle at moderna you know they that one time their stock was what four hundred eighty dollars a share four hundred and eighty dollars right. a share last year. You know, back in the summer of 2021, when they were going to be the big heroes, and now their stock price is down over 70%. And and those that follow trends and are looking at uh, the numbers that the CDC and the FDA in the United States are trying to bury and hide and pretend do not exist... Right. the well, adverse can't hide the
1: fact that people are dropping dead on the news right. shows. You know, They're I, dropping dead on the sports. You know, They're not, dropping dead everywhere. You can only hide that for so long. I
0: know. I mean, I, somebody said we have, you know, we have people, if, you know, if somebody has the sniffles, we go into fear and scream and demand they put on a mask and a face shield and rubber gloves. Go away, you killer. We, we demand to put face diapers on little children in fear because of sniffles. Right. We we have made sniffles something to be dreadfully fearful of, but but people falling dead on the streets, heart disease in little kids, oh that's normalized now. Right. We've normalized heart disease in children. Yeah, we have heart normalized attacks and
1: strokes in children is normal they're yeah, saying because it- they're panicking and then they're putting defibrillators in in grammar school classrooms I know. because they know what's coming. This is insane and people are just saying nothing about it. You know, this is insane, but that's where we're going and as the bodies pile up. I was reading a thread yesterday, a woman talking about 29-year-old cousin who dropped dead 2 days after the booster shot in her sleep. She everybody responded knows two to three people between mm-hmm. the ages of 18 and 50 who in their family and friends who have died a week after a day after a month after the Pfizer shot a yeah. booster two, three in their weeks. sleep or standing in the living room and just fell like say uh, a saget and hit their head I mean come on there, there's so much of it happening you can only hide it for so long and that's why they're the rats are jumping ship everywhere because they know <laughs> (laughs) that people are going to come for them. They're going to come
0: for them. These people that have been able to time and, and understand the markets, what they do that a lot of people do not do, a lot of people do their due diligence. They try to find out the story behind the story of a company like a Moderna, what Pfizer's got cooked up, you know, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And because their business is making money. They 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 only want they want to know who the winners and losers are going to be, and they want to just ride the winning horse all the way to the finish line or get off and change horses if possible. And so when the same people that got out before the Fannie Mae crisis in 2008, those that saw the dot-com, you know, those that have been doing this long enough, and they go, the fundamentals of these companies are baloney. They're garbage, and yet it's being propped up by advertising and an illusion. Get out. And a lot of people didn't get out, but they eventually lost what they had. And so this guy is predicting and he's been pretty good. Uh, his fund is worth a lot of money. He's saying Pfizer stock's going to be sub $10 a share at some point, Pfizer. And Moderna's going to go to zero and disappear. Why? Because the one thing you cannot hide, and when it finally comes out, if there was any fraud, and the government will try to blame Pfizer and Moderna, not themselves, even though I think they, they colluded with them to bury the evidence, The numbers are going to come out that more people were actually getting sick, dying, and these vaccines were never 95 percent effective. It was none of the it, it never was. But everybody right. was so happy, as you point out. FDA people, why are so many of their people formally on the board of Pfizer or Moderna? And why do they go from the FDA back to those companies? Right. That ought to who, tell owns, you something. who
1: owns the FDA and the CDC? Could yeah, the, it be they the pharma.
0: pharmaceutical companies? They, 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 they pay more than half their budget. Of course they do. Right. And, and they push for them. And they push to willingly give the FDA more of their money to increase their budget and the cdc what do they get in exchange (laughs) they have bought and paid for the cdc and they paid for fda do you realize the number of products that come out that are fda approved that within seven years have killed so many people i mean just put on your tv set if you've been damaged or a loved one by this and this and this you know call this attorney today sure and every one of those things has one thing in common you know what that is but. they're all FDA approved products of course of so, course so here's the key what this guy says is going to happen and and I think and it's beginning to you know you see the cracks what he is saying is that all these emergency use authorizations that protect these companies aren't worth the paper they're printed on if any fraud can ever be proven and he said it's increasingly obvious that it will be proven and the FDA, rather than go down, or the CDC, they'll say, well, they deceived us, and they're going to let all these companies go and hang out to dry. That's and right. the lawyers, like a bunch of vultures flying out of the woods, are going to descend on the carcass of Moderna and pick it dry. And well, I, all, I hope
1: they do. Because they will. The gold, the gold standard of the FDA and the CDC, you know, they're the gold standard, yeah, of fraud, period.
0: Right. And that's what we're looking at. And what else do we know about Moderna? Article came out the other day. I'm reading it. Wait a minute. Why is it that this uh, whole sequence, you know, people don't understand. A virus is a DNA sequence that hijacks human cells. That let's. I'm going to try to keep it as simple as I can here. Um, yet they're complex in their own right. They're not super simple. But they discovered that, wait a minute. There is a DNA sequence that was patented 3 years ago by a company <laughs> called Moderna that magically appears now that they're sequencing COVID-19 viruses. Do you mean do you mean a bio lab could have been using a Moderna patent to create? <laughs> and the narrative gets worse. And and, and I I'm going to add one prediction. I'm going to go out and I'm going to stick my neck out, okay? In the Ukraine, there are a lot of bioweapon labs that have yep. been funded by United States uh, entities. In other words, you can't do it here, but you could sneak it into the Ukraine. Besides Chernobyl, where else was Putin going to look at? Mm-hmm. The biolabs. And he hit them. He found them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't, he doesn't want them on you know his border either. No,
1: of course not, but he hit them. He knew they were there. He knew where they were and we're seeing films of uh, what looks like a civilian apartment building that's been bombed and we're saying that evil man is killing civilians. How do you know what was in that apartment building? You okay. Don't. Hey, that's right. And he
0: knew exactly well, about hey, these bioweapons. Let me labs. let me explain something. In even in World War 2, during the Manhattan Project and other secret projects, they tried to blend in what they were doing into some small little town or yeah. some city where this building, and uh, anybody who remembers the Green Hornet, you know, in that abandoned building yeah. over there is where they hid the Black Beauty vehicle and all this stuff. Right. Um, in, in other words, there's not a big sign saying, here's the Batcave, Cave." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you know, it, it, it's hidden. Nobody knows where it is. You know, nineteen sixty-five Batman. This car comes plowing out of the out of the woods, and this little uh, barricade drops down to let it out. You know, it, it's hidden but somebody now knows where it is and this is you're right these bioweapons didn't have a big sign saying Acme Bioweapon Factory and looking for you know wily e. coyote to pick up some bioweapons i mean th- right. this is not what that you're right they're hidden in places that look benign like mm-hmm. the, you know the milk factory or something i sure. mean right. come on let's be honest we we i i've been realizing for years that we have been duped for so long by so many by so many people and 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 conservatives too there is true conservatism there is true truth the the whole program here i don't extol a party i don't extol anything more than a christian-based ideology and I let the facts fall where they may, and I and you do too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I, I do. Did I do? I think Putin did the right thing. Not necessarily. I don't really. I, I wish he hadn't done it, but I can understand it mm-hmm. because we have been lying to our people as well. And the sooner we come to the reality that this globalness since 1990 that has just been, an, you know, it's it's been a desire for thousands of years, but it's been fast tracked over the last 30 educational systems pushing global this unity that and as i was saying about emergency management their their the whole thing when i read this article the middle of last month or you know they were in march now but you know back in the end of january maybe it was early february beyond covid the next crisis you know what the right. next crisis beyond covid is climate change we're back to climate change sure because covid is not going to cut it uh, world hunger is not is going to cut it because we can talk climate change and climate change is going to control the things you can buy, how you can live, uh, because the seas are going to rise many, many feet in the next you know 30 years, 40 years, like they said, 40 years ago. And it never happened. Right. In other words, and, they just keep pushing it out, pushing it out. Mm-hmm. And little kids going through high school believe every stinking word of a lie.
1: Absolutely. And they're already setting the narrative for cyber warfare as well. They're saying, well, because of the Ukraine thing. Now, Russia, Russia. the Kremlin websites went down today. Um, they're saying these, there's going to be massive cyber warfare, which is just falling in line with Schwab, who said we're going to have a cyber terrorist attacks that, you know, are going to make, make COVID look like kindergarten. Well, let me tell you something. Yes. And they're going to blame it on, on Russia again, the boogeyman. They're going to blame it on these hackers, and they're going to bring down the grids all over the place. And that's going to be another part of the Great Reset because they have to destroy the old world order in order to bring in the new. You have to destroy it. And this is what they're planning to do, and they are doing it incrementally. I mean, for me, I have to sit back at times and say, okay, Scripture tells me don't put my trust in princes, Or in the sons of men. Um, You know, Jeremiah, the Lord says, Jeremiah says to the Lord, oh, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. No, God directs our steps. And so we have to trust him. We have to hold on to him. And I, I live by the principle that says, thus saith the Lord. Paul quoted it. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might, and let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me. For I am the Lord God, which exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Let that be our marching order.
0: I tell you what, Dr. Gales, once again, this hour has just flown by. I want to thank you for being with me today. I feel like we never got everything discussed that needed to be discussed. And if you can, I'm hoping maybe we can get you back later this week, Thursday, maybe Friday, we'll see. I would love to have you back on the program again soon. There's a lot going on in our world, and I hope to have a guest from from maybe Australia or Canada on soon to kind of give an update on what's happening there. As I said earlier, there's so many news stories that are swirling around and suddenly we're on information overload. I mean, you can put on Fox News, you can put on whatever you want, and you're seeing the day-to-day events and the bombs explode in Ukraine and all the things that are changing literally by the hour. And you have to wonder, so what is this really all about? Why is all of a sudden the story about the convoy starting from out west coming to Washington, D.C., not a big deal in the news? Well, the focus has been turned to something different. Our attention span has been moved. For now, it's going to be Ukraine and the virus thing fading away. We'll talk about a lot more in the next few days about that you got to be careful. You have to be careful with the information that people are trying to give you. If you believe in our mission and ministry, would you consider helping us stay on the air with your financial support? If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, 3248 in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida. Zip code 32536. That's 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth,
2: the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world.